You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hey, it's Lisa, and I've got a quick question for you. Are you looking to create consistent 10K plus months with the course or membership? I have a feeling you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead, CEO of Recurring Profit, to sponsor this episode. Haley created a free training that breaks down her exact automated process for creating consistent 10K months. And as a listener of the Created For More podcast, she's also giving you exclusive access to her Recurring Profit Roadmap Trello board. You want free access? Go to recurringprofit.com slash automate. You'll also see it in the show notes. Go check it out. Haley, so excited to have you here. Yes, Lisa, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. It's going to be an amazing episode. I have already known you a little bit, um, at least online, but this is our first time meeting here. And we're going to dive into some fun stuff today because where you're at in life and business is incredible. And I love the possibility that you are just showing the world, showing the people that are following you and learning from you. And that's what we want to do here. We want to help people just really get ignited. Um, So we're going to do that today, fire them up a little bit. But before we do that, take us back a little bit and like, what's happening? Like you're, I can say this because I'm almost, I'm in my late thirties officially as of this month. (laughs) You're a baby. (laughs) I love it. I'm 28. Yeah, I am pretty (laughs) young-ish. You are, you are. I started my entrepreneurial journey like 17. Like I was right out of high school. And I used to love being the baby when I was amongst like all of these older professionals and just Mm -hmm. kind of like, I think it inspired me more to keep showing up that way. But it's also a little intimidating. But how did you get started? What happened? Yeah, I actually started out as a fashion blogger to help pay for college. Uh, It was very expensive. (laughs) Still ended up with a lot of debt, but uh, that's kind of what I did. So I would go to Goodwill and then I would flip clothes on my blog and then get affiliate income off of the flip. So I like made money two ways basically with the fashion Mm -hmm. blog. Found out I love coding, love HTML, love CSS, love PHP code. And then my blogger friends were like, hey, can you code my blog? So I started a little service, right? Which turned into an agency. Then I started working with local real estate agents and bloggers and everything. And I was like, well, what if I can maximize rep? What if I added on as an upsell social media management? Okay, now we're talking. So I accidentally created a multiple six-figure agency. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't love the agency life though, I will say. I definitely loved being, I loved the mechanics of it, but I didn't love it. So I decided to start a membership site and blew that up to half a million in six months. And then everyone was asking me, so lots of transitions, right? And this is the last transition (laughs) until today, but this is where everyone started asking me, how did you do that? I'm burnt out with client work. How did you just create a membership 
and transition your income like that to where now you're relying on membership revenue instead of clients for the revenue. And that's where recurring profit started. It was actually originally built for service providers, burnout with client work. And, and now it's built for really anyone with a course or membership site, but someone who wants to automate their sales. That's very important. I am not a live launcher. I am not great at the live launching. I specialize in evergreen automated sales with sales psychology. So you have high conversion rates to people that have never met you before, those cold leads, you know? Yeah. So that's what I specialize in. And that's what I do inside of recurring profit. It is so much fun. I have had recurring profit for almost four years now. So they're like, they're like really good. I, I really love it. I really stuck with it, you know? <laughs> What I love about this whole story is how it's evolved and how, like, I feel so many people just think, oh, it's just so easy for you. Like, you know, your personality or your parents helped you out or whatever, like all of these assumptions that we make, but it always, always, anytime I talk to somebody, it evolves from just something they started, a risk that they took, um, a passion that they just invested in. And that's exactly what happens. It's always evolving. And I don't doubt that you're going to continue to evolve into something, even if it stays similar, right? It's still going to become more and better and more impactful as you grow and learn what your audience needs. So amazing. Congratulations on just, you know, all the multiple business success and finding what you truly, truly love. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then like, okay, let's talk because recurring profit, passive income, like this is a big, almost buzzword. And some people hate it. Some people love it. You know, you brought up live launching. Some people hate it. Some people love it. And I feel like when you hear about all the different options, try them out, right? Take the time to invest and learn it and try it to see if it's going to work for you. And if you love it, that's how we're going to find out what works for us as individuals, because I feel like they all work, right? There's success across the board and just like your agency, it was successful, but you didn't love it. So that's the key there, like finding what was working, but also how it's going to work for you so that your lifestyle is there, the joy, the happiness, and that you just pumped up to work. Yeah. So have you ever live launched? Um, no. So what I do is I do this thing called a lazy live where I get a recording that I can automate. So the purpose is to just get a live recording. It's not to do a live launch. I know the way most people teach live launches is to do a, a, they call it a content ramp. So you warm up your audience with a lot of value. You're posting on social media, you're sending emails that are giving them free value to warm them up for a two week long pitch bonanza, right? Where you're doing a live webinar, you're doing all this stuff. That's the live launch. And then you typically have a close cart. You're like, okay, we're done with this. I have never liked that way of doing business. And it's always seemed weird to me that people do business that way because the, like if I had, if you had a skincare course, right? And I had acne, um, I'm not going to want to wait six months until your next live launches. Yeah. I'm not going to wait 30 days until your next. No, I want it solved right now. That makes no sense. I think what people, I think if we design our marketing and sales around the people buying our program, everything becomes easier. Like, you know, that question is like, why is it so easy to you, for you? Because I made it easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's seriously <laughs> as simple as that. Like, don't overcomplicate what you think you should be doing. 
And so that's what the cells system is. So what I do is a lazy live where you literally don't warm people up. You do a live recording and then you immediately go automated, um, which is another word for evergreens. Have you ever heard of like an evergreen funnel? That's what it is. Um, I know the word funnel has different connotations. It is not a used car salesman funnel. It is a funnel that brings a lot of value. So think about it like this. You know how people bring a lot of value uh, before you live launch? Imagine you're packaging that value, but you're matching it with cell psychology and you're bringing that value over to the sales process. Yeah. So you're giving them value, but in five minute snippets that are way more valuable than anything you're probably going to put out as a pre-launch warm-up. Let's be honest, because you're, there's so many different tangents I could go on there, but I won't (laughs) be here for three hours, but, um, that's, that's what I typically recommend for people. Yeah. Well, how do you do it so that you're, cause I mean, you're still present online. You can still kind of be warming people up that aren't buying right away. So how does that fall into your marketing? That's funny that you say I'm present online because I barely log into social media. Well, <laughs> then you have funny? things set up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I'm present online. And most people associate that with me being present online, mm-hmm. but it's my face being present online yep. because I am, I think the switch in my brain was instead of me being present online, it's me evergreen bringing value being present online. And that's the switch because people don't need me live. They need what I have on their time. And when I clicked for me, everything became a lot easier for marketing. You're speaking my language. So like simple and effective is a motto of mine. I see it over and over again. Things do not have to be complicated. I teach social media and content and visibility, but that does not mean that you're giving up your life to just be attached to your phone and to the camera Mm -hmm. and like every five seconds checking your DMs. That's I got three kids. Like I'm busy. I like to live. I like to take naps, you know, like that's my job. But I know that the transformation and the impact is important as well. So how do you put all of that and package it in a way that's like exactly what you said? You know, your, your presence is there, but you are not there. Mm-hmm. I also love the lazy live. Um, I was on a podcast a few years ago. I don't know if I was the host or if it was, I think I was interviewing somebody. And I was saying how, like, I'm kind of a lazy person. And I know, like, mindset wise, I shouldn't say that, blah, 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 blah. But she called it out and she was like, You're just strategically lazy. So I get my naps in, I get my time with the family, I get, I'm not on all the time, but there's still success. I'm still helping people and making that transformation. And that's magical when you can, like, tie that together and not be in that hustle mode. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Me either. It's not sustainable. It's not. Yeah. And I think that's what like live launching is. It's a, it's a short sprint of a hustle and then, you know, you do whatever in between and then you do it again. And that model is not always for everyone. No, no. It leads to a lot of burnout and exhaustion. I think my priority is making sure my clients have high quality deliverables. Right. Yeah. And What I have seen from an outside perspective is live launch and the person that they showing up super duper well for two weeks, but then, which is very fair, they get so burnt out, they ghost. 
because their mental health needs a break, which is totally fair, right? But all these people paid for a program and that might be missing on your expectation. I mean, as long as expectations are there, who cares? It's not a big deal at all, whether you show up, whether you don't show up. It depends on how you set it up. It's more so of, are you ghosting because you need a mental health break? Maybe you're marketing, like the root problem is your marketing, not taking space for mental health break. Like let's prevent that entirely. Yeah. So then on the back end, are you there present for the for the people that show up you, that's all automated. Oh, oh, you mean clients. I thought you meant when I think backend, I think operations, um, not delivery. That is my fun playground. You know, that's what I view it as, uh, because I don't have to, we have multiple six figure and seven figure marketing and sales experts in the program that give tangible feedback. Like we have people that will submit webinar slides, go through every slide. And they answer the question is like, will a cold lead convert in 24 hours after viewing this webinar? right? We have sales experts that do that, but I get to be the fun playground person, which I love, you know, like I know a lot of the people's names that I talk to them. I, I love that part because no yeah. one depends on me, but I add value too. Yeah. But you know, um, on the back end, like management, uh-huh. no, like it's nothing. I probably, I know nothing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best, right? Yeah. I don't know how it all happens, but it happens and it functions well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel feel like if you were taking care of your clients, that's the number one in any business is taking care of the people that are investing in you. And, you know, the operations part is always going to get revamped and corrected as it goes, but it's not going to usually directly impact the client's experience. And even if something goes a little wonky, you can still have that experience that they're like, ah, that's all right. Thanks for fixing it, whatever. So giving the value and adding in the sales psychology. So how did you learn that? How do you, how do you understand and teach that for people to know like how to help like give that value, but also guide them in that decision-making process? I love human behavior. I was such a weird kid. I would read pers- like everyone's reading nonfiction books or uh, fiction books. And I was right. reading the personality books, the self-assessment yeah. books, the, you know, ENFJ or INFJ. And then I would go in my yearbook and figure out who was what, you know, that was <laughs> me because I loved analyzing people's behavior. And then I minored in psychology in college. And when I got in the business space, all of that was brought with me. But I learned the cell psychology by doing a lot of experiments. And I still do that. This, this is another fun playground I have in business. So um, I'm obsessed with marketing. And so what we do is we um, have one person on my team that's like my little sidekick here. And we go do a marketing experiment in multiple industries. Mm-hmm. And every three months, whatever works the best, we update to recurring profit clients. So they have access to the data, all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, our new way of doing things. So yeah, it's super fun. But back in the day before the framework of the cell psychology that that's proven to work was Mm -hmm. proven, we proved it for two years. And that was me testing, experimenting, doing all that stuff with the base knowledge I had about human behavior and man, very, very interesting stuff came up. And now I teach it to recurring profit clients, but here's why it's important. Um, I think a lot of us, 
think, well, maybe it's just me. I think in terms of math, but like, think about this. If you had an, an automated sales system that converted at 2%, industry average is actually 0.5 to 1.5%, depending on your price point. So let's say 2% across the board. Okay. You get a thousand leads at 2%. That's what? 20, right? So you yeah. have 20 new customers. Well, 20 new customers, let's say your price point is 500. Let me pull out the calculator. I know I should do this off the top of my head, but okay, that's $10,000. You're making me do math too early, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so then that means for every 1,000 leads you bring in at a 2% conversion rate, you're making $10,000 because that's 20 customers. Here's why sales psychology is important. This is the first way. The first way is because let's say you can increase that conversion rate to 10%. Mm-hmm. Well, then to have, let's see. Well, actually, I'm not going to do the math that way. Okay. So then let's say you get it's the same 1,000 leads. Well, 1,000 leads times 10% is 100 customers. So you've now 5X that. So you've now made 50,000, right? Right. Okay. Wait, 100 times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if it's 500, that'd be 50,000. Yeah. Um, I changed the price point in my head to a thousand. Anyways, I'm saying so many numbers at once. I'm sorry. So the first example was without cell psychology. Okay. 1000 times 2%, which is actually above industry average without cell psychology. So that's even, you know, right. Um, that is 10,000. Same amount of leads with cell, cell, cell psychology, five X's to 50,000. So that's right. one reason why it's important is because you can do the same amount of marketing and five X your revenue. I'm all about multiplying the money you make. Here's the second reason why cell psychology is so important is because if your marketing depends on your audience, right? Which means the people that follow you on social media, your email list, all the fun things um, that aren't always as fun when you have to be super consistent and, and make your life around it and stuff. All of those things, if you don't have to rely on this, and view it as a fun playground that when you have the energy to do it, you can, but when you don't, you don't have to, because your cells don't rely on it. That's why cell psychology is awesome because with your warm audience, what do you have to do in order to make a cell warm them up and your audience warms them up? Your whole social media stuff warms them up. It's exhausting Mm -hmm. and it's also unnecessary. There's actually three ways of getting traffic and the successful people typically are using all three ways strategically. So there's your organic, right? But there's also pro- there's partners and then there's a subsection of profit partners. Then there's paid. So I view it as pools. Like think about a pool, a community pool, right? And there's people hanging out at the pool, in the chairs, hanging out. Okay, well, your organic pool is people that you've invited to your pool and they've been hanging out. They're following you on social media, whatever. But then there are these things called partner pools. This is a pool that someone else owns online. They've invited people to their pool on their social media, on their email list. You can get a pool key card. The partner will give you a pool key card. You can go to that pool and access an already built audience and then send them over to your pool. AKA your automated sales machine that's built to sell. And here's an additional, I think I might be getting a little bit too crazy. So if I am, (laughs) I'm sorry, I might be overwhelming you guys, but on the back end of your automated sales machine, you can also build an audience builder. So Mm -hmm. that means that your automated sales machine will not only be making sales for you, it will be building your audience for you as well. So your organic pool will be growing while you're making sales from partner pools. Now, I always recommend people use partner pools. I call them profit partners. Um, Profit partners 
to $10,000 a month. When you get there, then we move to the third pool type, which is a paid pool. This is where you do have to pay for that pool key card. And depending on what paid pool, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, Pinterest ads, podcast ads, whatever it is, you pay whatever they're asking or whatever you're wanting. Then you go into that pool and then you can access. So you can actually scale up using a mix of the paid pool. Um, Those are the three pool types. I love it. So I like that you also share like the profit partners, like wait until you're at a solid 10 K a month before you go into the ads. Yes. I was going to ask you that because so many of us that are starting are not going to just say, Hey, take $5,000 a month because let's just see how this ad thing works. It sounds really great, but yeah, like they forget, you know, you have to have, um, Oh my gosh, like money. a program, you have to have the money, but you also like want to be marketing, paying for ads and marketing something that's working, that yeah. you've worked out the kinks, that you've, you know, filled the gaps and, and things like that. It's like, it's not. And so I don't know, I've, I've, like I said, I've been in, in the online industry since I was like 17 years old. I've grown up here. It's been, you know, almost 20 years now. And I've seen the change in people that are just like, Hey, I read a book on that. Let me go sell some stuff for like a hundred thousand dollars. Like, nah, you got to put in the work little missy or man. (laughs) It's so frustrating because they burn so many people and then they come to a program that works, but they feel sketchy about it. So like that part, I mean, that's a different tangent in itself, but it bothers me. So thank you for explaining the the pools, but also like when to do each one. Um, I'm a really big fan of partner or profit partners, like you mentioned, um, and collaborating and just, you know, working with people. Like that's one of my favorite ways to, to grow audience and build that out. So, um, do you think that you will start any more businesses (laughs) um okay so I don't know if you've seen something on Instagram but I do buy businesses yeah I don't know how often I've talked about I don't think I've talked about it that much but some people do know so uh when I say this people are like wow but I own eight businesses nice and I work an hour a day so it's nothing crazy I do this model called decentralized leadership um, RP recurring profit, sorry, we call it RP is the only business I'm active in. Gotcha. So I have decentralized leadership model where I am the chairman owner and I have CEOs that run everything, the business, and I give them KPIs and they hit it. And so I have become like a manager of CEOs, which is really freaking awesome because it's a partnership between us. It's not like, whenever you're in a business and you're managing a contractor, like that's so different. Right. But right. if I can be here and it, it's just, it's, it's, I have really, really loved it. So something I have been doing, which I have not actually shared publicly, but why not? <laughs> it's a, it's yeah, sorry. I'm putting you on the spot <laughs> <laughs> is that I'm creating a business network in our industry where I am buying businesses that all feed each other revenue and hires. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. And I'm very excited about it. Awesome. So you work an hour a day total or an hour a day in each business? Oh, oh my gosh. No. Okay. (laughs) I don't work an hour in each business. No, I don't work an hour a day except RP. Yeah. Okay. So is an hour a day in RP? Ish. Yeah. Most days I work 
on Mondays. And then I work an hour in the afternoon on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, unless I have a podcast interview like this, you know, like, yeah, that's working. I wouldn't include that in the hour, but that's so random. Right. Um, but yeah, like an hour of work, I'll, I'll meet with the manager of the business or I'll look at a spreadsheet or I'll do math and that's it. And then the rest is just the playground and fun place. Um, but I have built my business this way and it has taken me years. I went through a really traumatic pregnancy. That was a big wake up call. Thankfully, I had life proofed my business without knowing it because that's the way my brain works. Yeah. Uh, where basically every business has three pillars. Okay. It has operations, which is finance, HR. Then you have growth, which is creating traffic and making sales. Then you have client success, which is delivery of your program. So those are the three pillars. If you have a KPI for each pillar and you have people that are hitting KPIs, you're good. So in client success, it's results, retention, referral. In growth, it's leads, sales, revenue. In operations, it's profit margin and culture. So if you have KPI, a number attached to each one of those, and then a manager managing the KPIs, you're you're solid. You're managing the spreadsheets of the KPIs, making sure everything's on track, you're good. So when I buy a business, I'm giving them a KPI spreadsheet and I'm I'm reviewing it. So Mondays are my review days. I have a five to seven minute review per business. And that's my time in the business. And then I have an hour meeting. Yeah. And that's just the way I do things. I really like everything to be not easy because business is always, you you never know what's going to come. The market, even in this industry has shifted so much, but I want it to be simple and scalable to where we have the least amount of barriers possible. And that's the way I build things out. Yeah. And I feel like too, if you're spending so much time in it, you're just finding things to do sometimes tweaking. Oh, totally. Tweaking that. That's and unnecessary. Like, oh. So then what do you do for fun? Like outside of business fun? Yeah. Um, I do hot yoga, hiking, kayaking. I travel. I have a one-year-old son who I love so dearly. Uh, he was supposed to be a stillborn. And so the fact that he's alive just really makes you so grateful, you know? So I love spending time with him. Love spending time with him. That's such a fun age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Oh, so good. All right, Haley. Well, where do you like to like, do you hang out with your audience at all? So if I send anyone or listeners to you, Instagram. All right. Yeah, for sure. I am on Instagram often, um, often as in stories. That's the easiest thing for me. I will sometimes show behind the scenes stuff or I'll answer questions in an Instagram story. Like one time I broke down my wealth model and the six stages of how I built wealth in my, in a parking lot, you know, I'll do (laughs) random stuff like that on Instagram stories. (laughs) Um, That's why people follow me. It's definitely not for my feed. I don't post hardly ever. So yeah. All right. Fun. Well, we'll have everything in the show notes. Also how you can find out about recurring profit um, and more about Haley and how she teaches, how you can be wealthy, successful, and little lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Haley, for your wisdom, your knowledge, your fun, and I will see you next time. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Before you sneak off, let me ask you something. Are you tired of the revenue roller coaster? Are you looking for ways to sell a course or membership on autopilot? I thought you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead, CEO of Recurring Profit, to sponsor this episode. 
I get it. You hear about the idea of recurring revenue, but maybe you aren't quite sure where to start. The key to making this work is plugging into a proven system that doesn't require your full attention day after day. Haley has created a free training to teach you her A to Z roadmap for how to create an automated revenue stream that generates consistent 10K plus months. You can even customize this training based on whether you already have a course or membership, or if you just have an idea for one. Either way, you can get free access right now. Go to recurringprofit.com slash automate. If you are excited about this, I hope you also know that as a Created For More listener, when you sign up for the free training using our link, you'll also get access to her Trello board, which maps out the entire Recurring Profit roadmap. So go now, head over to recurringprofit.com slash automate, or click the link from the show notes and have fun making your own recurring revenue profit.